0: I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with HIPAA compliance expert Reza Chapman of the Healthcare Advisory Services Practice at consulting firm EY, formerly Ernst & Young. Reza will be discussing recent HIPAA enforcement activities of the Department of Health and Human Services Office for Civil Rights, including plans by the agency to resume its HIPAA audit program. Reza will also be discussing the significance of a recent 4.8 million dollar HIPAA compliance settlement between two New York healthcare entities and OCR. That settlement includes the most expensive HIPAA enforcement penalty to date. Hi Reza.
1: Hi Marianne, thanks for having me today.
0: Well, thank you very much for joining us. Now, as I mentioned, OCR recently signed HIPAA compliance settlements totaling $4.8 million with New York Presbyterian Hospital and Columbia University. The settlement was tied to the same 2010 breach, which involved unsecured patient data on a network, an incident that affected about 6,800 patients. Among factors mentioned in the settlement was the healthcare providers' alleged lack of a risk analysis and failure to implement appropriate security policies. Now, there's been a lot bigger HIPAA breaches that have been reported to OCR, including incidents that have affected millions of individuals. So, what message do you think OCR is sending to healthcare entities and business associates with this latest HIPAA settlement?
1: So, Marianne, OCR is clearly sending the message that they take seriously their responsibility to enforce the rules. And they're doing this not only as a warning to covered entities that enforcement is ongoing, and business associates, obviously, but also I think it's in response to the OIG audit last year, faulting them for not doing enough to enforce the rules.
0: So now do you think it will be likely that OCR will have more big enforcement actions and more large financial penalties?
1: Absolutely. We will continue to see enforcement actions and financial settlement by OCR. It's it's their charter to enforce those rules. And this not only goes to demonstrate that they're enforcing the rules, but also may provide the capital necessary to conduct the proactive HIPAA audits in-house, which is what we understand they plan to do.
0: So now, what are the key actions that organizations should be taking to avoid OCR enforcement actions like this?
1: Organizations looking to avoid OCR enforcement can take steps to lower the risk of such an action by updating or, in the case of some entities, unfortunately, actually conducting a risk analysis and taking positive steps to remediate the findings. Uh, They can demonstrate a culture of compliance that shows security and privacy or not new concepts to the organization. They can deal with potential breaches swiftly and take seriously the importance of necessary reporting. And finally, making sure that all policies and procedures are thoroughly documented. As the old saying applies, if you didn't document it, you didn't do it. And finally, for those organizations experiencing an active OCR investigation, and, and again, as breach notification has been going on for some time, There are a number of entities in this situation. It's important to fully cooperate with the agency. Organizations taking an evasive or combative stance have historically been penalized the most, it would seem.
0: If your organization has a breach that needs to be reported to OCR, what is the best way to avoid having these OCR breach investigations from growing into these mega HIPAA settlements?
1: If a reportable breach has occurred, in addition to actually following through with the breach process, entities should get to the bottom of the source of the breach and take immediate steps to prevent reoccurrence. Uh, This may be in the form of improved training programs or the application of additional physical, administrative, or technical controls.
0: Now, OCR is also planning to soon resume its random HIPAA audit program. So what are the most important steps that covered entities and business associates should be taking to prepare in case they are chosen for an audit?
1: The audits this time will have a different approach than the pilots in that they will be more targeted and generally not include an on-site component. In particular, the audits will focus on provisions that were the source of a high number of compliance failures identified during the pilot audits. So if we look at each of the rules, the focus areas are as follows. So for the security rule, we understand they will focus on risk analysis and risk management. Again, not surprising given the preamble we gave earlier. Uh, Breach notification, they're going to focus on content and timeliness of notifications. And those selected for privacy rule need to be prepared to demonstrate their compliance with notice and access activities. Uh, Steps they can take include refreshing the risk analysis. In the pilot audits, two-thirds of entities had incomplete or inaccurate risk analyses. A current risk analysis conforming to an industry standard approach is critical. They can also implement a risk management plan, and indeed they must be doing this to date. There must be a plan in place to formally accept, mitigate, or remediate the risks. Entities also should update their breach notification process if not done already satisfactorily. Breach notification procedures must be in place and updated in accordance with the final rule. They need to verify that their HIPAA documentation in place. In phase, uh, in this next phase of audits, it's important to note that there won't be a lot of back and forth between the OCR and the entities. It's been made clear that they are going to request information. The information is going to be then provided by the entity to the OCR who then will review it offline. And so the opportunity to provide additional commentary about the documentation or submit documentation after the fact doesn't necessarily appear to be a component of this round of audits. And finally, I think consolidating business associate documentation is important. We understand this time around, business associates are going to be identified by the covered entity under audit, and so knowing who those business associates are and having information available to provide to OCR in in the event of an audit is going to be crucial.
0: If a covered entity or business associate is among the 1,200 organizations that will be receiving a pre-audit survey from OCR indicating that their organization might be audited, what's the first thing that these organizations should do before and after responding to that survey? We understand
1: the survey gathers largely demographic information about the entity that will help OCR target these entities for audit. And we understand that as part of the pilot audits, uh, OCR even made statements uh, in various conferences that they attended that it was difficult to identify the covered entities to target. And so that the survey process is going to assist them in, in actually moving forward with those audits. So before responding if uh, you know to the survey, if an organization or an entity receives uh, a survey, it's going to be important for the organization to know who's on point to receive a potential notification. Again, it's the information that they're required to provide out. Knowing who in the organization is going to be the right person or the right group to receive that notification, if it does come down the line, is going to be critical. At the same time, organizations should consider themselves a potential audit target if they've been selected for survey and take steps to prepare accordingly. And I think that's something we can all agree they should have been doing for some time now.
0: If you're a covered entity that receives one of these surveys, do you think the covered entity should then let the business associates know that they deal with that they've been surveyed and we had to name you as our business associates? I don't know.
1: I think it depends on the nature of the organization and the number of associates involved. I mean, some larger entities deal with thousands of associates, you know, on agreement. I think it's important, though, that the covered entities can actually identify the associates. I think that's a good step one. And, you know, our experience shows that this is a dealing with uh, the procurement process and the vendor management process is a challenge. So getting their business associate house in order, so to speak, is going to be crucial.
0: One final question. What's your best tip to organizations for surviving an OCR HIPAA audit or a breach investigation?
1: I think one thing I can't stress enough is that if you are facing an audit or an investigation with the OCR, be honest, be forthcoming and work positively with the agency. Again as I've mentioned previously, some organizations tend to take an evasive or aggressive stance against the audit and that doesn't really help anybody in the process. So I would say to be transparent, be cooperative, and work through the challenges with a real desire to solve the issues moving forward. I mean, this is a a dealing with HIPAA and compliance and making sure that our patient information is secure in organizations is something that is going to need to get better over time.
0: Thanks, Reza. I've been speaking to Reza Chapman. I'm Marianne Kolbasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for having me, Marianne.
0: Thank you.